Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. On today's episode of the show, we welcome Jenny Simmons to share the power discovered in a two-letter word that we often overlook, underutilize, or withhold when most needed. And that word is no. We should all be inspired to find freedom to find no. You so messed me up when you said yes. Are we saying yes or are we saying no? Find out in today's show. Let's get started. Yes, we are going to say no. And I get so excited about it that I say yes. Listen, I want to introduce to you a really good friend of mine, Jenny Simmons. Jenny Simmons is a dynamic storyteller and lover of people who uniquely sees redemption in the world and the world around her. She is a sought after musician, author, speaker, known for her whimsical and hopeful writing and her speaking style. Now, whether she is speaking to a room full of moms, performing at a music festival or writing for publications, Jenny Simmons infuses her laugh out loud, painfully honest, which I love, and relentlessly hopeful view of life into every audience that she encounters. Now, you may not know this, but as the lead singer of the former band Addison Road, Jenny traveled the country for over a decade, creating albums that reached millions of people worldwide and dominated CCM radio with singles that landed on the top 10 charts for over 60 weeks. 60 weeks, y'all. Come on. And when she's not traveling, you're going to find Jenny on her back porch in Nashville, Tennessee with a cup of coffee, watching the birds. And you may also find her using excessive amounts of glitter with her daughters, Annie and Lucy, reading memoirs, eating Mexican food, and enjoying the company of friends and neighbors. Y'all, welcome to the show, our good friend, Jenny Simmons. Yes! Yes! You are here. We are here. This is kind of a miracle moment, and let me tell you why. You might notice that we're a few minutes late this morning, not too late. And if you got your panties in a wad over that, just calm down right now. Go ahead and just take a chill pill. My computer completely shut down at showtime when we needed to start. So we're in a texting fury. My blood pressure's up. My heart rate's up. I have sweat in places that I didn't even know that I created a crevice. And I'm pretty sure that if there's sand there, I'll have a pearl by the end of this afternoon. But either which way... We are here. We are here. And we are glad that you are here as well. And like always, if you like what you're seeing, hit that share button. Help us get the word out about this episode. Start a watch party. It's going to be so much fun together. But as we get started, we're going to jump right in into, you know it, it's your favorite, favorite part of the show. It's mine too. We said what? Come on now. What do we say? So Jenny, I just want to dive into the content of your new book that you're going to reveal and talk about today. But I have such a loaded question that we're going to kick off with and take it wherever you want. So you (laughs) share that learning to say no 
without feeling guilty or having to explain yourselves, mm -hmm. give children and adults as well protection from uh, boundaries, energy, convictions, and it preserves their time. So how have you experienced this or learned this within your own life? Whew, that's a good question. Okay. And so here, I'm just gonna be very honest from the get go. I'm the least qualified human being to write this book ever of all time. <laughs> I, I, yo, yes. I suck at saying no. I'm awful. Oh, same. And honest, honest to goodness. Um, I, I, I had a meeting with a friend who was, uh, I was pitching another friend's book and she was like, you should think about writing kids books. And I was like, I don't have anything to say. And yeah. she was like, I, I don't know. I think you should think about it. And I kid you not, I went home and I, I was noodling on it like that. That could be fun. I have no, I have no idea what I'd say to a kid. I probably three <laughs> months later woke up in the middle of the night out of nowhere, and uh, an entire book series just sort of downloaded. And the title came for all three books, and wow. it was supposed to be. I, I, I have very few moments in my life that are like that, but I wrote three books in about an hour. I mean, I was just like. <laughs> And I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, if I knew how to do this, this would be so great for me. <laughs> but I'm going to totally teach my girls how to do this. You know, I, I'm the kind of person that I, I literally have had to tell my daughters, if somebody knocks on the door that's like peddling mm -hmm. something, somebody else is going to have to answer it because I cannot say no to sets <laughs> <laughs> and your little like, I can't do those Christmas craft markets where you got to walk through and there's like, he's like whittling something. And I'm like, I'll buy that. And I'll buy her handmade soaps. And I'll, I mean, okay. Stop this right is, here. For, stop right here. All the things. Stop right here. So I'm imagining a four-year-old <laughs> precious daughter and you huddled behind a couch and you're like, answer it. Just answer it already. It's Tell them we're not interested. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. So when this book came out of me, I was like, oh, wow. That yeah. is so, uh, it's been a struggle my whole life. And honestly, um, let's be, let's be really honest here. I kissed way too many boys in high school and it was, Ooh. it was because I felt guilty. I didn't know how to say no. Wow. And, wow. Like I would be in the moment and, and thinking, I, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't even really even like him, but I don't also know how to make it stop. And so mm. one night when Aunt, uh, I have two daughters, I have a four-year-old and an almost 12-year-old. So she's in sixth grade. Um, and one day she was in second grade and we were in bed at night and she said, there's this boy chasing me on the playground at school. And he wants, he keeps telling everybody he's going to kiss me. And I was like, well, if he catches you and he tries, what are you going to do? And she was like, I don't know. I don't want to embarrass him. I don't want him. And I was like, mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you're going to say no. And she was like, how would I do that? And so it dawned on me in that moment. Oh, she literally does not know how to say no. And so we're going to practice it. So we sat in bed and I was like, there's a lot of ways we can say no. You can put your hand up. You can, you know, you can turn your back. You can say absolutely not. You, I mean, there, there are a lot of ways. Mm. So she, and she was kind of uncomfortable with it. So we sat there and practiced and practiced and practiced. And that was sort of the, uh, like a light bulb moment for me where I was like, if we want to teach um, our sons and daughters and ourselves how to say no, we have to start practicing. And it was really cool because a few um, months later, fast forward, actually there was an article that came out in the New York Times and it was about a group of women professors at New York University who have a no club. 
And, and the article just said like, hey, it's hard for women to say no. We're asked to do more in the workplace than we should be. We're asked to volunteer in places. Wow. We are, we are called to do more and we feel this pressure to say yes mm -hmm. in all areas where we don't want to. And so these women decided to make a no club where they, they bring these decisions to one another and say, I feel like I should say no. They sort of affirm it as a group and then they practice that no and then they go back out and say it. And I was like, oh, this is gold. This is the remarkable <laughs> thing that I'm hearing is that this no concept of, it sounds like something that we all should learn as children. And let's be clear, we're, we're kind of keeping the title of your book at bay and we're going to give it its own grand pomp and stance here in just a second. But you are um, really alluding to the fact that this is a children's book that you've written. And I, I got to be honest, you read it to me. And you're like, Candace, I really want to just share with you my new book. And I, I'm kind of thinking of some creative ways that I can let people know about it. What do you think? And you just said, here's like a little 10 minute video of me reading it. And as you were reading this children's book to me, I started welling up with tears because I started thinking about all the times that I've missed the power and authority that comes with two letters. Right. You know, I, I was sitting there thinking about from little Candace. These moments where I was like, man, if I could tell myself at nine years old, at eight years old, it is okay to say no. And it's actually freeing to say no. How much more empowered would I be in the position that I'm in right now? Because you are right to feel that that angst that we all get where we feel like I've, I've just got to say yes. I've got to be kind. Isn't the kindness attached to yes? Yeah. You know, and I love that this book says, not always. No, ma'am. <laughs> No, ma'am. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, one thing I want to really talk about, and I wrote out the question so I would say it the way that I really, really wanted to say it. Mm -hmm. But I love that you talk about by saying no, it allows us to create space to say yes to the things that matter most. So I want to ask you, and I want our listeners to be able to hear this themselves and, and to watch you as you answer this. Is there something that you wish that you could have, should have, would have done if you'd had the ability to learn this as a child for yourself? Mm. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, there are a lot of moments that I, that I, I gave away my power, um, mm. that I spent time with people that made me feel bad about myself. Um, that mm. took energy out of me. And I, uh, I felt like I had to, to stay to be nice um, because it was a, a mission, you know? Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to protect a lot of uh, people, you know, that I don't want to put right. there, but yeah, there are, there are a lot of moments where I, I should have said, this is not acceptable behavior. Like I don't, mm -hmm. I don't have to stay in this place. Um yeah. And so, and so I think if had I had the ability to say no a lot earlier in my life, there are probably relationally a lot of places that I would have been more free to say, I don't think so. But even thinking back to when I was little, you know, like yeah. seventh, eighth grade slumber parties, like I remember being at slumber parties oh. and people are about to watch a movie that I know one, I'm not allowed to watch two, my mom was going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch those children of the corn movies. They scared me. <laughs> nightmares for weeks. You know, I'd be like, oh my gosh. I don't need to know about Chucky. Yeah. I don't need to know about him. <laughs> um, 
don't do it. Uh, but I, you know, even, even little moments like that, where I just kind of went along with what other people were doing instead of saying, yeah. no, actually I don't want to watch that movie. I'm going to go to a different room or, you know, come up with some or uh, some alternative for myself. And that's one of the things that I like about the book is that there's some serious moments, but there's also things like in the, one of the first lines is um, uh, talking about how if you're not into bikes, that's OK. You know, and it shows a group of kids that are like going on a bike ride. And this girl just like got her skateboard and she's like, no, I'm going to do my own thing. And I, I, you know, I think to all those moments where I did things that I didn't want to do, you know, even if it's something as simple as like being on a roller coaster that I despise and didn't want to do, I, I could have gotten out of those moments if I would have known the power of being able to embrace that word. Are you opposed to me reading just a little section no. of your book? No okay. Part. Because when you said the first pages, I, I have to read this. Okay. This is directly from your new book that will give the title and the graphic for the front cover in just a minute. But you say, my superpower is big. It's hard to come by. It doesn't make me invincible, but it gives me control of my life. Mm -hmm. You see, I learned a little word. And even though it's small, when I use it with authority, I am the strongest of them all. And when I read that as one of the very first pages, I got goose bumps because I was sitting here saying, it doesn't make me invincible. It doesn't say that I, I'm without you not liking my no and that you're now going to turn against me and be like, well, you're an idiot for not doing what I want. But I will tell you this, the authority that comes with that word no that I'm discovering more and more and more is it reveals character and truth about other people that you may have not seen otherwise. Because safe people, get this, safe people respect your no. Absolutely. And unsafe people do not. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And very narcissistic people do not. Right. Because when it's not about them and it's all about you saying no, it destroys that. And I'm telling you, I have I've prayed for discernment for certain relationships in my life where I'm like, can you just, God, let me in. Is this okay to trust them with this part of me? Is it okay for me to, to walk in this place where nobody else gets? Is that okay or am I going to be hurt here? And who would have thought that a little children's book that Jenny Simmons is writing that discovers the power in a simple two lettered word, no, would actually give me more discernment about the character and the relationships that I have right now right. that I'm struggling to figure out balance. Come on, girl. That's such a good word. And it's so important. And, and you know, I wrote this book for kids, but all I could think was, was I know a thousand moms who need this book. Yes, ma'am. It's not just women. There are definitely men who are in the same position, who have a very hard time yes. saying no to their moms, their bosses, their kids, their little girls with those little batty eyes. Like <laughs> not a gender yeah. thing, but just as a mom and knowing so many other women who have this, this problem, it's so hard. And I think you're right. One of the ways we learn as a kid to not say no, to shrink back is when we realize that that no is met with opposition or we Absolutely. get cut out or um, we get shamed for it. And you're, you're so right. When, when you say no, a safe person respects that boundary. Um, an unsafe person goes ahead and does their own thing anyways, you know, and they, they walk over you and they, they, they disregard what you're asking and they go around it. And you're, it's such a great revealer. Absolutely. Well, listen, 
I'm going to throw a little kink in this show this morning because we've already had some hiccups and I'm just thinking, why not follow the flow of that for a second? Jenny Randall, I can see on your face that you're going to get a little bit of high blood pressure in this moment, but I, oh, got a story. I, I know where this is going. Okay, here go we go. Here we go. Okay. Story time. Story time. I, I just felt this story come up to my mind as you were talking and we started getting in this conversation. And I have to tell you a powerful moment that actually happened with my very own child and the moment that she first really said no to me. Okay. You ready for this? So Cadence, my sweet daughter, she had been doing a book club for her summer reading. Back in the day, we'd go to the library and we'd stamp how many pages you read and how much, and they would offer you this treasure box to pick from. Now, some of them were just kind of like slap bracelets or erasers or stuff that I was like, okay, I could go to a dollar store and pick that up for you, baby girl. But what I can't get you is tickets to Six Flags over Texas. That's the one you want to get. You know what I mean? Medieval times here in Dallas. That's baby girl. You read them books. We're going to go. We gonna go. Your book's gonna pay off. And so I'm getting excited because I see the treasure jar and I'm thinking of all the things that I get to save money on. And she's reading the books for. It. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. We walk into the public library and she opens up this treasure trove. And I'm already I've already picked out the three that she's gonna get, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not even thinking about her choice in this. I'm like, girl, we are gonna go to Medieval Times, Dallas Zoo, and Six Flags. You read it, you earned it, let's go. I'm gonna save that <laughs> admission ticket, go. And so um I'm telling the lady what we want, and mom and, and she goes, Mom, mom, no, I don't want those. And I was like, well, 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 maybe she wants to go somewhere cooler. Cool. So what do you want? <laughs> And she pulls out three items and one of them is an eraser. <laughs> one of them is um, glow in the dark fangs from Halloween. And one of them is just simply that slap bracelet, that daggum slap bracelet. Mm -hmm. And uh -huh, great choices. Right. Right. And I'm sitting here looking at the value of what she's choosing. And I'm like, if you only knew, baby girl, I'm trying to teach you a life lesson here. This is three cents. This is $30. It makes no sense what you're choosing. And she wells up with tears and she just goes, it's okay, mom, we can do what you want. And now I feel horrible. Okay. Yeah. But I still got the medieval times in the zoo and <laughs> six flags tickets. I wish I could say I didn't. I, I was like, this is what we do. And I was determined. Right. But here's what ended up happening. We got in the car and she's sniffing and sniffling back there and tears are rolling. And I felt horrible. And I just looked at her and I go, what's going on, Cadence? And she goes, you always tell me that I need to speak up and tell you what I want. Mm -hmm. And she said, but this is what happens. And I don't want those things. And I remembered this is the first time she's verbalized so clearly to me a no. Yeah. It didn't come out in two words, but it was so clear. And it took me a while. It took me back. I got to be honest. I wish that I'd responded sooner. Mm -hmm. And you know how you have like these uh, parent regrets. Um, I didn't respond soon. I'd let it sit. We went on the rest of our day and I tried to make things happy. Mm -hmm. And then at nighttime, it was just me and her in her room. And I said, I am so sorry for not listening to what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I said, we're going to go back first thing in the morning. We're going to go get those things that you want. And I said, if ever 
you don't want something that I'm telling you to do. I don't care who it is. If you don't want something, you speak up and you let me know. And I'm sorry that I had to be the first one Mm -hmm. that you had to tell that to. And Mm -hmm. honestly, Jenny, I look at my relationship from that moment to now that forged a bridge of trust that I had tried so hard in silent prayers to say, God, is there something between me and my daughter? Why is, I don't want there to be mommy issues with her. I don't want there to be like this. My mom always did this and my mom never did this. And she never heard my opinion and I never felt heard. And the more and more that now I'm getting a daughter that's about to be preteen, boy, if that moment hadn't happened, I, I shudder to think of where we would be now because it's already hard enough. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, and so yeah. the power of these words, uh, especially the word no, the sooner the better, I think is why I wanted to share this story for story time. Yeah. The sooner yeah. the better. And if you think it's too late, it's never too late to say, Mm-mm. that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. It's not what I want. So maybe that's something that our listeners can be thinking about is mm. the things that they tell themselves, you know what, I'm doing this and it's not what I want. And I've never said no. Yeah. And hopefully they can shut that shit up today and find empowerment. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I want to know what our, our uh, listeners and our friends are saying online. So let's see what they've got to say. We just want to listen and maybe we can do some good. You said what? Now that we're all crying our faces off um, and feeling all the emotions and thinking about all the times we did not say no um, and learning to say no, we want to hear from you guys. So this is why we love our show. We get to hear from our listeners. We get to read your reviews and share them. And so if you have any questions right now in the comments, if you're watching live, will you write out your question for author Jenny here, who's telling us how to say no and teaching us all the things and sharing from her experience. So if you have a question, put them in the comments. We're going to highlight them here shortly. But as we wait, oh, we have one. All right. Take us there, Candice. <laughs> well, I want to highlight listener and friend of the show, Laura Pangratz. I think that's how you say your name. You said it is hard to say no, but what I have learned is to even say I have to pray about it before saying yes or no to the request. And sometimes putting sticky notes by my phone that say, just say no helps. (laughs) So she's giving us Bible study. Laura's like bringing the word. She's bringing application this morning. She's like, let me give you all the things. And if that don't work, get your sticky notes and put it by your phone because you don't put that thing down. You say no to your phone. All right. (laughs) And then remind yourself, just say no. Laura, thank you for that. I agree. That is incredible. Incredible. I might make a, a wallpaper for my phone that says I can say no, you know? Well, and you know, Laura says, uh, makes a good point here. She starts with, it's hard to say no. And I highlight mm. that in the book. It is hard to say no. And what I love, one of the things I love about this book is that the publishing house is an educational publishing house. So in the very back of the book, there are tips for educators and parents on helping a kid say no. But one of the things that I, I wrote in those tips is that sometimes when our kids can't say no, we get frustrated. You know, I'm like, like my four-year-old came home the other day from school, her yogurt was still in there. And I said, why didn't you eat your oh. yogurt? She said, well, my teacher forgot to open it. And I said, well, did you ask her to open it? And she's like, no, no, I, I can't do that. And I'm like, what? Oh, your teacher wants you. 
is part of your well-balanced diet. So you, you, all you have to do is just ask the teacher, you know, and, and she, I could tell by the time I was done talking that she felt like overwhelmed because I, I couldn't understand why, mm -hmm. why I wouldn't ask the teacher. So sometimes when the kids aren't saying no, as adults or even other people, right? We're looking at a friend who's in a bad relationship or we're looking at somebody that's facing a choice and we're like, it's obvious, just say no to this. And and sometimes our, our intentions to help them and love them actually come across as shaming them. And so I think mm. it's important for us to remember mm. it's freaking hard to say no. It's hard. It's hard for kids. It's hard for adults. So the best thing you can do is give people space and not shame them. Like, and say to your kids, I understand, man, it is, it must feel really hard right now to have to make this decision. And I'm proud of you for even thinking about it. You know, say that to a girlfriend who's in a hard spot. It must be really hard right now to say no in this position or to your husband who's trying to think through a, a business deal or whatever it is, a relationship. I think it's important that we honor the fact that this is hard work. You yeah. know, that brings up a great point because Jenny, if you'll read Jordan Moore's question, she kind of actually touched yeah. on that a little bit. Yeah, this is, this is good. Okay. Prepare your hearts. How do you approach saying no when your husband is trying to lead you, but you feel differently? Good question. She didn't say lead you when your husband's trying to oh, lead. Sorry. Yeah. But oh, cause that's a different conversation. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. I was already I can like see thinking the comments like, now. Gonna... okay, let me read the question again. How do you approach saying no when your husband is trying to lead but you feel differently. Mm. That's a good question for a marriage therapist. <laughs> and Jenny says, no, said, I will no, not answer that. Not gonna answer it. <laughs> you can say no. I got a question for you if you don't want to do that one. I got one. Well, Jordan, I, I will just say, you know, yeah. I, I think that goes back to what um, Candace was saying earlier about um, just respecting people's boundaries. And so I, I think mm. by just saying, you know, I'm not sure I'm there yet. Could we talk about it? Because I, I'm feeling like what I want to say is no to this. And you're wanting to say yes to this. Can we figure out why we're on different pages? You know, can you, yeah, would you be good. open to just hearing where I'm at right now and what I'm thinking about it? And my, my, my thought isn't solidified, you know, it's not totally final, but can you just hear me what I have to say and what I think? Oh yeah. And I, I think, that. Um, when a husband's trying to lead and when we're when we're stuck saying, I don't want to go that direction. Well, mm -hmm. ultimately, I'm just going to go ahead and, and clear out the elephant in the room here. There's a <laughs> presumption. There's a presumption here that one has more authority than the other. And this is like a theological thing for a lot of people that are Christ followers and that read the word a certain way. What I would say is this, Jenny made, uh, Jenny Simmons, because I feel like I've got to call Randall, Randall today and Jenny Simmons. She do made it. a great point a second ago when she was like, what do you do when, you're, when your husband's trying to make a, a, a great and grave business decision for the family and lead you in a certain direction? You know, there's, there's different types of leading than just leading your family in morality or leading your family in finances or leading. I mean, it's, when you talk about leadership anywhere, by and large, if it's in your marriage, if it's in your workplace, if it's in your parenting, if you're in opposition, a no can actually save you time to be able to compromise, which is something that is healthy as well. You know, I, I really feel like we allow ourselves in very unhealthy relationships, whether they be business, home, family, whatever, with the most toxic and manipulative people, just because we're afraid of the no. 
And Jenny Simmons, it comes back to you said it is a hard thing to say, but it is vital to find truth. I would much rather the hill that I die on be the fact that I stood up and said, I can't compromise here in this aspect, but I love you and we can do this together. So let's find a, a common ground. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question, Simmons. Do so- it. No is a complete sentence, mm-hmm. which you talk mm-hmm. about. We, you, I get it, but how do you, how do you just let it sit and not feel like you have to give all the disclaimers? Because I'm, I, I'm really great at saying no, but I'll give you all the reasons why. And sometimes <laughs> I can just say no, and that's enough. Right. Like, how do we get out of that thinking of, oh, I got to pile on all these disclaimers? Okay. Yeah. I, that's a, such a good question and something that I struggled with for a long time. And my full disclosure is that I have been in therapy for so long. I mean, I am like, I should have like Olympic medals in the length of time that I have been in therapy in my life. And so one of the things that I have learned in therapy and also just by listening to people like Brene Brown and, and Glennon Doyle, people like that that are mm-hmm. using their on social media, um, it, one of the things I've learned is that that the feeling is still going to be there, right? So mm. I can say that was a complete sentence and feel like I need to add on these addendums. Mm-hmm. And, and my work is to sit with that feeling and not act on it because mm-hmm. I'm going to feel that way. I'm going to yeah. feel like I need to give you an excuse. I need to give you a reason. I owe you a, a reason. Um, I, so I can feel those things and learn to not act on how I feel. And so that's yeah. what I learned for myself is that I'm going to feel a whole lot of um, conditioning around just saying no, because I'm like, I'm the same way as you, Jenny. I'm just like, no, and I'm so sorry because my grandpa died and I've got pneumonia and I think my tire's kind of flat. You know, <laughs> yeah. truth. I mean, I have spent half my life telling true stories and half my life just making up crap because I'm like, I'm just <laughs> up because I because I feel so guilty. And, and when yeah. I finally learned that that's what I was doing, I was like, oh, I, I am, I'm like living in bondage to other people, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I owe them all these things. And what I'm realizing is um, if I'm really honest, they've never actually asked me for those things. They're like, you know, oh. there are not a lot of times where people mm. hear the no and they're like, oh, really? Well, why? Well, why not? Are you sure you can't? And those are the people that are encroaching. Yeah. They're not listening to your boundaries or crossing over them. And so a boundary that I'm trying to learn to keep for myself is to feel that discomfort because it's going to be there and then, you know, and then set it aside and still choose that no is my complete sentence. Come on. What <laughs> I think, what do you say wow. we challenge everybody listening mm-hmm. to the no challenge? Yes. And just <laughs> sit with it. Say no to something. No disclaimers. Yep. No, nothing. Just no, feel it and then just let it go and then tell us when you do that and we can all say way to go. I don't think I'm going to do too good at this challenge because every time you even mention something fun, I go, yes. My immediate reaction. We have have a commenter. We have a commenter that said no. (laughs) She's not in. She's good for her. She's not taking the challenge and she's fine with it. (laughs) Well played, commenter. Yes, well played. Well played. played. You know what you you said has a lot of wisdom on it. There is something that kind of reminded me of a scripture verse. So I think it just naturally lends itself to the fact that we're going to jump into he said what right now. Whoa.
Okay, now I saw you dancing a jig over here, Jenny Simmons. Have you? I'm telling you, I wrote all these songs on GarageBand on my iPad. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're a musician. I need to that know. That makes your musical heart hurt, I'm sure. I'm. <laughs> Jenny Simmons loves me musically. Oh she my loves God. me as so a friend. I I, you know, I know Candace's husband from way back. He is a dear <laughs> friend from um, junior high on. And I remember yep. coming from college one summer and, and everybody being like, Chris is dating this girl and she sings like an angel. And I what? really, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was <laughs> the first thing. In fact, I think my little sister called me and was like, oh my gosh, there's this girl. You have got to hear her sing. And I think I, I have legit asked you to sing at my funeral. Like I, I've already, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm serious about that. I'd like. I just like to go ahead and retain your services. You it. have my yes. I, I I'm not going to use my no in this moment. You have my yes, of okay, course. Good. That got morbid, but okay. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I get more. We all witnessed it. It's good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I tell you what, we started dating. Now, when you say that you know my husband, this is a side story. Side story. We're going to get to it. Um, but you actually were the person that led my husband to the Lord, like introduced him to Jesus. And that is such a big, big thing. That's so cool. Um, and so we, we study the Bible together now. That's all we do. We're really holy and we just hold hands and pray all the time. No, <laughs> no, that's where I can really say no and be confident. No, that's not the truth. But I would tell you this, when I was looking at our episode today and power of this book, one scripture came to mind that I've always heard. And I want to get your thoughts on this. Matthew 537 says this, and it, it speaks into the power of our words. Mm -hmm. It says in the NIV, all you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything mm -hmm. beyond this comes from an evil one. Ooh. I know, right? You mm -hmm. may have heard it growing up in the KJV as simply let your yes be yes and your no be no. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have heard it that way. But mm -hmm. um, when you're making uh, a promise, when you're making a vow, when you're, and even if it's not that important, uh, what we were just talking about is having all those addendums added on to the no. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is scriptural here. If we think it's not, uh, there's a scripture, Matthew 5, 37, that it's from red letter, Jesus's mouth. And he's saying, simply let your SBS and, and your no be no. It, there's simplicity to that. And, and what you said, which is why I wanted to bring it all back in this moment, mm -hmm. is you said you felt that you were in bondage. I mean, those were your exact words, not knowing that we were going to talk about this. Mm -hmm. So there's a spiritual element to the fact that if you cannot simply let a no be no or simply let a yes be yes, if there's anything mm -hmm. added to it or excuses that have to bind it together to make it seem real, mm -hmm. then it it's not coming from God. Mm -hmm. Like I could focus on it's coming from Satan. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd rather focus on it's not coming from God because I think that we forget he speaks powerfully and simply. And with one word, he could change everything. Right. And every time he speaks is an authority. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Just think about it. When you say yes, but you're really thinking no, what happened? Mm. You're resentful. You know, wow. if, my, if my kid wants me to play a puzzle on the floor and I don't want to, I'm tired. Yeah. And I just need to sit on the couch and rest, and but I don't sit on the couch and rest, and I end up on the floor playing puzzle pieces. I, I'm getting angry. Like I feel myself getting resentful. Mm -hmm. Sign up for things. When we say yes to things, we are actually not in agreement with 
we're, we're filling ourselves up with angst, you know, we're, we're divided mm -hmm. from ourselves. And, and one of the things I'm actually in therapy right now, talking to my therapist about is, you know, she says, you're a lot of times our brains override our bodies. Our bodies are saying, no, I'm tired. I want sleep. No, I don't have the bandwidth for this. And what do we do? Our brains are like, no, 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 shut up. I can do this. I got yeah. this. I can take on more. Yeah. Well, and so, and, and you know, if we're, we're bringing it back to Jesus, he talks about let your yes be yes and your no be no. And he also lives mm. over and over again in the Bible. The disciples are like, what are you doing? And he's like, peace out. I'm on a boat. I need a break. You know, <laughs> and Mary and Martha are like, hey, Lazarus is dead. And he's like, I'll get there when I can get there. You know, and, and it's not, I, I don't, yeah. I'm, not, I'm kind of saying it with some sarcasm. I don't right. think this would look right. like this, you know, just kind of this rude, like, I'll do it when I can do it. I think Jesus had boundaries. And when he needed rest, he took rest. And when he needed to get on a boat and go across away from the people so he could pray, be restored, he got on a boat. And if there was somebody that needed him, if he could be there, he could. If he couldn't, he got there when he could. Like Jesus shows us what it looks like to not overextend ourselves, to not say yes, when really what we need is no. I can't help but to think about the psychology and the actual neuroscience of what you just described. Yeah. If you're in conflict with your own brain, there are actual physiological things that are happening internally that is working against yourself. The harm that's happening is against yourself. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you, when I am in conflict with me, the world around me is full of conflict everywhere I go. And how freeing it must be to simply say no and mean it and not have something hiding in the back of my head going, oh, I should have said yes to that. I really do want to do that. Or, you know, the, the opposite. Mm -hmm. And I did, I did discover this recently because I was studying something really dumb and stupid and off topic. But I found myself in a rabbit hole at 3 a.m. looking at like mental disorders <laughs> And, you know, I'm like on, I'm like, I, I was kind of wondering if I had one, let's be honest. And I'm just, you know, self analyzing. What's wrong with me? I know what's wrong with me today at 3am. The fact that I'm up at 3am sleep. Anyways. <laughs> and so I found myself finding all these different def definitions for one of the disorders. And one thing that I saw written down and I'm going to butcher how they said it, but basically when you have a set belief, when you have a core belief that something is true and real and something else tries to come against that belief, your brain and your body and all these physiological responses respond as though you are at war. Yeah. with whatever that thing is. It's not just you have to defend your beliefs. It becomes that thing is trying to actually harm me. And now it's, I am in a defensive, warful mode and I can no longer function the way that my brain would make rational decisions. And you're saying, Jenny Simmons, that we are in conflict with ourselves when we should be saying no and we're not. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder... Could Jesus have had the wisdom in that simple verse to say, let your yes be yes and your no be no, to know all the things internally that we would war against by not doing that? Yeah. Come on. I mean, how nice. And, and that's when you think of it in that sense, that's Jesus giving you permission, you know, like yes. you have my permission. That's one of the things that I've said to the girls over yeah. as I've gone through this journey is, you have permission mm. to say no to me. 
you have permission to say yes. That doesn't mean I'm going to honor it. It doesn't mean <laughs> <laughs> right. You right. actually you can say that, and you have permission to say that to your friends. You have permission to say that to any any man that you're in a relationship with or a boyfriend. You have permission to say that to anybody that is not treating you with respect and dignity. Um, it, you know, and how wow. beautiful in that sense that Jesus said, it's okay. You have permission to let your yes be yes and your no be no. And you actually get to choose. You get to say yes or no. It's a choice. Yeah. Wow. I love that. My kids have quoted that verse to me sometimes. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. And they're like, let your yes. <laughs> so I want to share how people can get this beautiful book. If you're watching live, I'm going to just show you one of my favorite yes. illustrations. It's so beautiful, wonderful. And it's called, beautiful. I can say no. Jenny, how can they get it? And when is it releasing officially? The book comes out on March 4th and you can pre-order now. Um, if you go to the website, I can say no.com, it'll show you all the retailers where you can buy it at. It's on Target, Amazon, everybody. And on the website, I can say no. Um, if you pre-order the book, we want you to put it in, in your information and then you get a pre-order packet, which will come in the mail on March 4th. Ooh. And it's fun. It's downloadable. It's like the, the illustration. Oh gorgeous in this book the illustrator Kristen Sora in City she's just amazing and yeah. so we have some of the pages um that will be able to download for your kids to color I'm gonna show you this is my awesome. art wise look at yes look at that page page is oh my goodness yes. I just all the audio listeners are missing out on this moment. That is, it is a beautiful, beautiful book. It's I know. So, it's so beautiful. So we want you to be able to have some of these things. There's a no game that we're going to have in there that you can play with your kids or in your classroom. Yes. It's really fun. Yes. Well, I got to tell you my favorite page since we're sharing pages. This one I think is COVID appropriate. Okay. I'm going to read the content. It says, I can say, no, this is my personal space. Please respect me and walk away. I'm putting that one in my memory bank every time I'm in the parking lot at the Walmarts. So. <laughs> at the Walmart. You know, this whole, this whole conversation, I don't know if you guys went through this, the D.A.R.E. program in elementary school. Yes. We had it in New York. And it's like, just say no to drugs. And yes. my mom would make us do the role playing. She'd be like, you guys want some drugs? And we'd be like, no. <laughs> and we'd run away. But I will tell you, mom, if you're listening, that role playing has kept, kept me clean and sober. <laughs> So good. Well, well Jenny, I, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, that, yes. that deal, the 80s and 90s, we all know how to, uh, kids from the 80s and 90s, we know how to say no to drugs and we know how to say no to sex. Like, you don't touch my body, don't get my personal space. I don't, yeah. you know, but what we don't yeah. know and what we haven't taught kids, and now I think this is the sort of collective conscious that's coming forward, is that actually there's a lot of areas in life we can say no, not just drugs, you know, yeah. not just yeah. my body. With yeah. our time and our energy and our space, um, so that we can do the things that we that we are called to do and are passionate about doing. And so, I, I think it's a new sort of era in um, teaching kids. Yes, don't say no to you know, say no to drugs, say no to all. These things, <laughs> but also, say no to the things that don't serve you. It's okay. You have permission. Ooh. 
that don't serve you. I listen, I know you love Jenny as much as we do. You've been watching, you've been listening. And if you want to stay connected with Jenny Simmons, you can go to her website, jennysimmons.com. You can follow her on Instagram at Jenny Simmons Music. And for those of you that are like, man, I just really want to send her a message and tell her how powerful this moment was. Go ahead and do that. Follow her and give her the love. Um, I want to see your follower count on Instagram grow by at least a thousand from this episode. Ooh, so I think that that right. could happen. So all of our listeners, would y'all just share about her because she's the real deal and you're going to want to be able to see what she's doing in real life. Um, we love to do this. We're going to pray for you as we close out our time together. So let's pray. Hey, let's pray. So this week we've learned to say no. A lot of things might have come up for you. You might be feeling feelings of maybe regret or wishing you felt more encouraged to say no. I don't know how you're feeling, but in it all, we are going to ask Jenny to lead us in prayer through our emotions and feelings and empowering us to say no. So will you, will you lead us here, Jenny? Yeah, absolutely. God, I thank you for today. I thank you for Candace and Jenny and the way they use their voices. And I thank you that you give us a voice. You empower us to say yes and no. You are a God of grace and redemption and, and one that fills us up with creativity and dreams and visions. And so, God, may we be the type of people who chase after that and follow that. And, and in so doing, say no when we need to say no so that we can say yes when we need to say yes. For the people that are listening, that are parents um, who or who work with children, God, give us the wisdom to teach a child that they have freedom um, to use their voice to say yes and to say no when they need to, to protect themselves and to, to honor their boundaries and honor their passions. Um, it is a gift that you have put inside of us that we get to dream and be creative and be free mm -hmm. people. And so God, um, help us to choose our freedom. And, mm -hmm. um, and we thank you um, that you love us and that you encourage us and that you call us out of bondage to those things inside of us that want to hold us back and that you give us the, the power um, to use our words well. And uh, we thank you for that. And we are grateful for your love and your kindness and your mercy. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Woo. Y'all, it's been a good <laughs> daggum episode. I know if you've liked what you've been hearing and seeing and watching and experiencing today, don't forget to pick up I Can Say No and do your pre-order for Jenny Simmons books. And also head on over to iTunes and just give us all the stars. Write a review. We're going to try to feature you on the show as well. Shut the shut up, everybody. And we will see you next week. If you've been inspired to stop shooting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.